It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie now back uh, to the controversy surrounding uh, the application for funding for the Port Access Northern Cross route. Uh, Loud County Council held its monthly meeting yesterday and uh, the Chief Executive Officer of the Council, Joan Martin, put up a staunch defence of the application and how it was made. Let's uh, talk to two members of the Council, Labour Party Councillor Pio Smith and Joanna Byrne of Sinn Féin. And a very good morning to both of you and thank you indeed for joining us on the programme this morning. Pio, what did you make of what Joan Martin had to say yesterday? Good morning, Michael. Uh, I think that she made a very strong defence in relation to the application and uh, the expertise of the staff I mean, there was general disappointment uh, by the fact that we didn't get funding for it. And, I mean, the first thing that comes to people's mind is why uh, did we not get funding for it? And then you look at the marketing scheme and you say, oh, God, we're very low compared to other applications. Therefore, something must be wrong in relation to how the actual plan was put together. And, you know, we can jump to conclusions very quickly uh, and make an assumption that the planning team and Loud County Council got it wrong. I don't believe they did. Uh, I do believe that you know, trying to put a square peg in a round hole is next to impossible. And that's what was attempted here in relation to looking for funding for, for, from the URDF. Uh, and that building a uh, new road is not regeneration. Is that what you mean? No, the URDF focuses on compact town growth. So we have the Westgate vision in Drogheda. And we, I predict in the next five, five years, we're going to get significant sums of money, probably in the millions to develop that area. Yeah, but when you're talking about putting a, a square peg in a, a round hole, is it that it was the wrong scheme to be applying for funding through? That regeneration uh, doesn't include new roads? Uh, no, it doesn't in, in the sense, in the general sense of the scheme, because, but there was a link. Uh, the engineers, the planners and the architects in the County Council tried to make a logical link with the establishment of the road. So if you look at the road itself, one third of it is within the borough boundary two-thirds of it is outside the borough boundary. And what they were trying to do was make a link with if that road was developed, then we would be able to sustain and grow uh, compact uh, town housing and accommodation in the town centre because lands would be released for development and town centre uh, lands would be released for development because of the lack of uh, significant traffic going through, going through the town. And the adjudicators didn't see that link or they didn't judge that that was a viable logical link to make 
it was a long shot. It was worth doing. And uh, I think there are questions to be answered in relation to the department in regards to why the department didn't turn around at the very beginning and say, listen, you're never going to get funding under this stream. Don't make another application. Every time they made an application, they received feedback and they were encouraged to appeal it. And uh, that's a question that which is, answered from officials in the department. Which continues to be the case. Uh, but uh, you, you don't believe that it was because the application was flawed. It was the wrong route. Uh, it was the wrong scheme to apply for funding under. Well, I do believe that it, it, it was a scheme that was a long shot in regards to getting money from. Because if you look at if you look at back in 2018 when this scheme was released, 189 projects applied for money from this scheme. No county council got uh, two successful applications from this scheme. The Westgate Vision was one, and the project in Dundalk was two. So they know how to put in applications and obtain funding through this scheme. The problem with the the, the Northern Cross route was was a significant portion of it in the rural area. Now, you know, they have tried in the past to try and, and uh, make a link between the national road structures and the uh, Northern Cross route, but unfortunately what happened then was the TII redesignated roads that could be connected onto the Panso route, and that fell through as well. So a lot of options were explored in this regard, and uh, I think what we need to do now is concentrate on what possibilities there are in regard to possible new funding for it. Okay, well, three years on uh, from the launch of the Westgate Fission Scheme, uh, the Council has also been accused of dragging its feet, uh, but maybe we'll come back to that in a moment. If I can go uh, to Joanna Byrne, who's also on the line. Uh, Were you convinced yourself by the Chief Executive yesterday? Good morning, Mike. Um, Yes, I have to agree with you in, in this regard. Personally, I feel that Loud County Council was led down the garden path by the department um, several times over the last couple of years. This application that the council was encouraged to apply for for a second time under the URDF funding had sat on the department's table since last May. There's been no queries, there's been no concerns raised in regards to the application not being suitable to for the application not being up to standard. In fact, it was quite the contrary. The feedback that was coming back at every stage was that everything was quite positive. And that came directly from the minister himself as recently as December when he stood in County Hall with the executive of Lake County Council. So I was as shocked as everybody else, um, sick to the stomach like everybody else when this news came out. But we're in the position now that the minister himself has stated that Lake County Council's application was not substandard, that he has confidence in Lake County Council to carry out this project. He stated that himself. Um, as, as representatives of Drogheda, we've engaged extensively with the planning department and the chief executive on the Port Access Northern Cross route, particularly in the last... Did, sorry, sorry Joanna, did, did, did the minister state that in public? He stated it in written correspondence to the council. He said that there was. he wanted to assure the chief executive that there was no inference from his department or himself that the application was substandard the capacity of the local authority to carry out the project or the quality of the application was not in question and he fully acknowledged that Lang County Council had always held upheld the highest professional standards in their approach to the process. So I, I think that puts to bed um, any of the qualms that Lang County Council dragged their feet on this or or some of the, the, the hysteria that's out there that other areas of the county was overlooked to the detriment of Drogheda. As I was saying there, there has there has been extensive engagement with the councillors in Drogheda from Loud County Council in regards to the Port Access Northern Cross route. 
and every step that they took along the way to ensure that this this application was successful. And I believe myself that the fault here lies with the minister and the department in regards to not raising any queries with this application, in regards to making out that it was all positive and that they would deliver this project. And now they haven't. So we we have mm. to look forward. The minister needs to answer questions. Here. Okay. Needs to outline what's needed to deliver this and how we go about getting it. Right. Can I ask you both, have you, have you just come around to, to this way of thinking? Because uh, two of uh, the strongest critics uh, in relation to how uh, the council has performed are Imelda Munster of Sinn Féin and Jed Nash of the Labour Party. Well, no, I'll actually refute that. Um, Imelda Munster's stance on this in the media over the last week is that the, the book stops with the minister. Um, the minister stood in Drada two years ago before the election and said he would deliver this project if he got into government. And Taoiseach Michal Martin stood in Drada and said he would deliver this project. He stood mm. in the very town centre. And the Melody Munster was West saying Street that the money should have been made available under this scheme. Of course it should have, because that's the scheme that was offered to Lake County Council to apply for. And had they not applied for it through this scheme when it was been handed to them to, to apply for, we would have been lambasting them for that as well. But you just, said, if, if you just said that the council was led up the garden path. Uh, I believe so. I 100% believe so. It's the wrong scheme. But what you were saying was that they, the, the council could never have qualified under this scheme on one hand. And on the other hand, you're saying that the council should have qualified. What? That was not, that's not what was outlined to the council. The council was told after the first application under the URDF so you, that yeah, the criteria so, so, didn't match. So you've changed thing. your mind. That's okay. No, I, no I haven't. And the criteria of the funding was tweaked, tweaked. And it was said by the previous minister, actually, in the floor, the doll, Owen Murphy, that it was tweaked and it was now more suitable specifically to support access Northern Cross Street. But you, you can't, you, you can't be saying both funding? things at the same time when they're exactly the opposite of each other. You're saying on one hand that the council would never have qualified under the scheme. I didn't say that. Well, I thought you did when you said they were no. led up the garden path because it was the wrong scheme. No, I said they were led up the garden path in, in regards to being confident that they would deliver this project under this scheme. So I never be- said that the criteria of the scheme didn't suit, because that's not what I took from any engagement, and I don't think it's what Lake County Council has took from any engagement. PO now believes that it was it, it right. the wrong okay. scheme, and well, perhaps that... Well, well that you, saw the assessment, you saw the assessment of the application. Yes. Yeah. And that it got 315 out of a 1,000 points. Absolutely. And there's no denying. So that comes down to the application. If it's the right scheme, then the application was flawed. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's the case. Well, you do know it's the case. If it's the right scheme, it's the application that's the problem. I mean, that's... That's only what's transpired in the last couple of days. Up until last Monday... When this, uh, when you're this not all blew sense. up, in no, 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 Under any scheme, it doesn't really matter which scheme. Yes, it does. Scheme that's open for for applying for funding. Of course, you're going to apply for it. it And if you're Mm. being told by the minister who holds the purse strings that you need to apply under this scheme scheme for this funding, you're going to apply. There's broken promises on on behalf of the minister here. There's broken promises on behalf of the government, and this 
project is fundamental to the development of South Loud. Ah, so now uh, we need to look, appeal uh, this. Uh, everybody can't. Everybody can't. Everybody can't be wrong. I mean, you're not making any sense. You're uh, making arguments uh, against the points that you're making. Absolutely not. Mm, I'll be very no, clear to no, you here. No, you're Lake not. County sure. Council was encouraged to apply mm. for this project under this scheme. Yeah. They did so. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. fine. If it's failed now and the criteria doesn't match, we need to know why. We need to know why it's failed. We need to know why we got such diabolical marking. And I think there's merit in what Pio has said in regards to it didn't fit the compact growth of town centre regeneration. And, okay. and that's fine. Uh, now totally we need to confused. explore no. how we do get the funding. And that's okay. how we go from here. Well, I, I, I just can't make any sense. I'm sure it's just me. I can't make any sense of any of that. Uh, P.O. Smith, um, uh, the point I, I was making to both of you was that uh, your Oireachtas members have been very critical. Jed Nash has been very critical of the council's performance. Uh, how do you balance that with what you said earlier? Well, I think Jed was criticising the council in regards to the communication strategy, number one, uh, and the lack of communication that took place between the council and councillors. I mean, of course, I heard about a statement from the county council in relation to the failed pro- uh, application was through LMFM last week. Yeah. Uh, I fully agree with Joanna in, in the sense that if you look at any application and any schemes that are available for money, there is always a sense of ambiguity to some extent around them and subjective uh, judgment making. So when the county council tried under the URDF to are doing so to try and make a, a case for compact urban growth, albeit with the caveat that there was going to be uh, a, you know a primarily rural road uh, being built. Now the URDF funding. Does, apply, does allow for land outside of the core area to be developed in order to free up space within uh, uh, a town centre or, or an urban area for, for open compact growth. And though County Council did try and make that connection between between the two, uh, you know, the, the apartment continually kept coming back saying, you know, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, you have a better chance of getting uh, money under this funding. So there was never any explicit instruction from the department, to turn, except this time around, to turn around and say, there is no way you're going to get funding under this scheme. When you look at the marking scheme now, and the, and the comments attached to the marking scheme now, it's very clear that what they're saying. You will not get funding under the URDF. Now, uh, they need to come back and clarify that, because the minister has been ambiguous too in regards to what he said. He wants Loud County Council to sit down with the Secretary General and have a discussion in relation to this. He also is saying that there is 200 million held back so that failed applications can then come back and make uh, further applications so he can get funding. He needs to be able to, to be very directive here and tell the county council, yes, you can appeal this, and no, you can't appeal this. Uh, so there's a lot of ambiguity and, and uncertainty arising from the department and from the minister mm. in regards to, to uh, this funding stream. So you think that they should be looking for the money, the funding for this through a different scheme? Well, if, I think primarily through a different scheme, although there could be an argument to be made. If you look at the, the map and if you look at the application, itself, and it's a very good application, there is a tour of the, at the Northern Port Access route in the town boundary. You know, why is it that we're not getting funding, at least for that tour of the project, which would be roughly about 20, 20 to 30 million euros? Uh, because, you know, to my mind, and my interpretation of the URDF, that fits the bill. So I don't understand why they're not coming back and saying, yeah, you know something, that tour of the project you, you could actually get funding for. Uh, or and then take that, it from there. But I mean, how are you going to take it from there? And that could undoubtedly 
uh, be a, a problem in uh, uh, fulfilling the criteria because uh, you'd only be completing part of the project. True, but if you look at the part of the project that you'd be completing, it would be freeing up a lot of the traffic that comes mm. out onto the cross lanes. So if you look at Liscarry and you look at Whitetown and, and the estates around that area, there is still a planning permission for 1,500 to 2,000 houses there. All of those cars are going to spill out onto the cross lane. Okay. Currently, the staff in the Lady of Lords Hospital uh, will not, or can't park in the car park there at, at peak hours because they can't get out and they can't get out onto uh, the Dundalk the, the Road. So All right. We, well, sorry. I'm sorry to cut across you. I've actually I've run way over time and I, I'm going to have to leave it there, which no, is no unfortunate uh, because uh, I think uh, everybody would like to have spent some time talking about uh, the Westgate Vision Plan and Narrow West Street uh, and uh, what's going to happen and when, because it's also been a, a long time in the pipeline. But we have to leave it there. But thanks to both of you for joining us uh, this morning. That's uh, P.O. Smith, Labour Party councillor and Sinn Féin councillor Joanna Byrne. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.